1: took longer to lose a football game than we anticipated so yeah maybe we should just be happy about that i don't know
0: and yeah that uh it but man it still still hurts uh you know you were having these dreams of 4-0 and yep that they're they're gone after (laughs) an insane 90 seconds of football
1: yeah, uh, they were say, we were about two minutes about two minutes away from realizing it, right? Like we were
0: Yeah we were that close. Yep. Uh so anyways, this is uh podcast versus everyone, episode one seventy five. I am Craig Powers. With me, as always, is Jeff Newser. And Jeff, yeah, like when, when WSU gets the ball back with 12 minutes left, they're up by a touchdown or they're up by five. And, and, and you're just thinking, man, if they could just put together a drive here, a touchdown drive, take some time off the clock, that would be so huge. And they perfectly did. They, a six minute drive, obviously got some help from a targeting call, a really stupid personal foul penalty from Oregon. Um, but they did, and they they punched it in the end zone. Nice little pop pass play uh, to Farrell, and and it you know you're like six minutes left, up twelve. It but still, it, it it's not like they were they really stopped Oregon from moving the ball very much throughout the game. I think Oregon maybe had one three and out, and it was after that uh, interception. Uh, um, that uh, was yeah in uh, quotes one right? of the Air quotes, in quotes one of right? the many many things <laughs> that we'll talk about I'm sure. But other than that, I, I, Oregon was pretty routinely moving the ball, and so that always kind of made you, you know, in the back of your mind, you know, that please just make them take time to go score, and then they they score really quickly on the first drive, and then. We do absolutely nothing. We don't really bleed much clock at all. And then a quick score again, and then a fucking pick six. And like, then it's like, Oh my God, like what the hell happened? Uh, so yeah, one of those, one of those games that you've seen happen to other college football teams, like these like crazy just turnarounds. And if you're a neutral fan, you're just like in what an insane game. But when you're the team, when you're the fan of the team that is sitting there. Staring four zero in the face, and and this huge win, and 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 then it's just taken away all in like what seemed like no time. It, it's insane. It's a tough way to lose. Like it's super tough way to lose. We were definitely yeah. pretty. We we're pretty somber at the tailgate. It was definitely like uh, you had like less energy. Everyone's like a little more irritable. Like it's just like uh, you know it, it, it you. You kind of like compared to Wisconsin, where we just kind of carried through, we were tired, but we were just carried through by the adrenaline and the happiness, but then you go to a game like that, it's just like you got kicked in the gut and, and and it's just like, yeah, we wanna you know it was an early game, we got all this time, you know I had my kids with me too, that makes you a little more tired, but still, <laughs> but you know it's just yeah. like it's it, like finding like the the drive to like have a good time is just like. Especially when you have your kids with you. It's like, uh, I'm, I'm tired. Let's like, and yeah, I think we went back to the hotel room, like decently early and, uh, and, and all that. And like, you know, the kids, you know, did what they do. And, but yeah, so it's that, you know, it's tough. Like a, a game like that, uh, we've, we've definitely been through a few and that was far from the worst one. Um, but it, it, it's, uh, it sucks. Like just to be so close to a huge win. I mean, obviously, I I tweeted after, like, to be outgained. You know, they were being outgained by something like, you know, with, like, 250 yards for most of the second half. And so you're just like, like, is this going to come back to bite us? Like, the you know, are we going to be able to come up with these stops inside the 10 over and over and over again? Well, no, you don't really do it when the team scores from outside the 50. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, then, then it's yeah. no longer, uh, you know, stop it. Your ability to stop inside the 10 is, is no longer helpful. Um, and that's why we've kind of talked about many times before it, with defense defenses, like preventing those big, like preventing those big plays from happening has been key to their success. And, and it was key to their success throughout this game, but ultimately it was allowing big plays, um, the the biggest of big play to happen at the most crucial time is, is what did them in
1: it was interesting that at so after uh Oregon's I want to say okay so after our okay it's after RTD RTD uh with whatever it was you know it's like 642 left ESPN's win probability model put us at 95% to win uh, which I was like, that seems to be <laughs> a little high <laughs> to me. And, you know, because I just like, I was thinking about this way, like, um, even their model had Oregon as like a 65% favorite to win, which is really like a, like, really a two to one situation, right? Like a two to one favorite basically double the probability of the other, right? So you're saying, okay, a two to one favorite with the ball. Needs to get a touchdown, a to stop, and a touchdown to win, and I'm like, you're telling me that only happens five times out of a hundred. Now, maybe it does. I don't know. I'm not the one who calculates these things. I don't know where how exactly they come up with it. But it sure didn't feel like that was a five in one hundred occurrence, given the way the rest of the game was playing out. And I know the algorithm doesn't uh, doesn't know that, right? They don't know that Oregon is ripping off huge plays and then just, you know, coming up empty in the red zone. Um, You know, the the algorithm just knows, you know, the game state. But, uh, you know, at no point did that game feel safe, I guess. Like, it felt like it was always just sort of hanging on by a thread. Like, as you mentioned, you know, one, three and out. That was it. And it's not even like... Uh, oh, they had one three and out, and a whole bunch of other short drives. Like no, no, like no, five was- and out,
0: six and out. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they didn't have, really, didn't have any of those. Uh, Oregon did have, they did have a five and out uh, on their second possession of the half, of the second half. Uh, five plays, twenty yards, and a punt. Uh, but other than that, man, that was that. That was kind of it, and. You know, they, they were picking up chunk plays really all over the place. And, you know, it just feels like at that point, number one, there's, there's sort of two, two, two ways it might get you, right? One is, uh, you know, at some point you're not going to stop every trip inside the red zone. Like you're just not. Uh, but then the other one is, you know, maybe you give up a big play and, and, you know, and that hap, a big play for a touchdown. And, uh, as you mentioned, that hasn't happened much this year, but it happened there on, on the go ahead TD and, and that's really where, you know, things kind of flipped. And, and I know I felt like, I mean, I don't know about you, you know, you can tell me maybe what the energy was in the stadium. You know, did that really take, take the life out of the place or were people just like, all right, time for the offense to go win it? Cause the offense was coming off a, you know, 12 play, 81 yard touchdown drive the series before.
0: No, like, well, they weren't. They were coming off of the no, most no, no. brutal, My bad. the brutal fucking three and out My where bad. they took about a minute that's, off the clock. You're right. Yeah.
1: So what I so what no. I sort of mean is so, leading leading up until those two drives. So was that was so, that the thing so like the, the well, previous drive was
0: so the, bad? Yeah, like after what they did the previous drive, I don't like I I, I speak for myself, but I wasn't there was only what, eighty five seconds left or something. Like I I was like, uh like this offense has not been a chunk offense much, like all season. You know, so like it, it I, I, yeah, that's true. I didn't feel like it when they do, you know, like they, they're just that it may be against Colorado state. They got some chunks, but like it the, most of the time they, they've not done that a lot. And so it's, it's, and, and they, they have some problem, you know, protecting the, the passer, the offensive line had their worst game by far um, in this game and and you know, especially in the run game, they really, really did not do well in that. And then that was, a, that was a huge part of the previous drive that just start, ended it before it began. And it was like a five yard loss on the first handoff. And, um, Cam just didn't have time. So they're having to throw these quick screens over and over again. They're having to kind of do these, uh, kind of roll out and throwbacks a lot just to, to kind of trick the defense. And you know, kudos to Morris for stuff like that, but he's, Definitely, you know it was said in the slack, and I, I don't know if you you said it or or who had said it, but it definitely seems like he's working around um, his liability from the offensive line. That was and, P, and that, that was PJ. Yeah, PJ was it,
1: like, yeah, it just seems like they're they're just trying to figure out ways to. Get stuff off without having to hold the ball for three seconds for
0: people. Yeah. To- and and it, cause it, when he had to, I mean, luckily, Cam's, he's very good at avoiding the rush. He's very good at stepping up, get, and he's good at not running backwards too much. He did it once. Uh, so he did like on, on like the last drive he did. Um, but, but it, yeah, it, it was, I, I would say no, like I didn't. Feel I didn't feel like it. Definitely felt like some of the energy, like a lot of the energy, was sapped out. It was always hard to yeah. tell an offense too because people don't want to make noise. But right. um But there was before there was like you know a big cheer for the students like come on let's let's do it let's do it, let's do it and and like the 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 players came out and they're like yeah let's do it but then you know obviously that didn't take long uh, I think it was the second play It was the pick six <laughs> yeah. Um, and then that was yeah. just one of the, one one of those moments, like those like, wow, like that's, it, it, and so it was, it was, uh, yeah, I, I, I think like a lot of the energy was sapped out when Oregon took the lead because it kind of felt like we were stemming that the whole game. Oregon would pull within a score. WSU would come up with a timely score to push it back out to two score lead. And then that would just kept happening. Um, but then when they had the, when they got the ball back with three and a half minutes left, and it's like we've they ran clock big clock against Idaho, they ran big clock against um on uh, Wisconsin, so it's just like uh it 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 maybe they can do it one more time, like if, maybe they're just really good at this, but they get that right. huge loss to start the drive, and and you're like this yes. is not going to happen like they're not going to they're not pulling to second and 14 because they're not going to take any risks to get but then of course like cam like gets they try to throw the ball on second down Cam gets pressured he throws the ball out of bounds which you're like don't do that but then you're like also you don't want to take like a 15 yard sack so it's like right i you know it's it but so ultimately that wc would have needed that time so it it didn't it didn't matter that he that he left too much time um but 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 yeah it it um that set that drive that three that insanely quick three and out it just felt like like it at that point you're like oh no like when yeah. when oregon scored really quickly on the drive before you had that but then you're like maybe we could just if we just get a like a couple first downs we're yeah. gonna leave them I mean, with so little time yeah. yeah we've seen that we've seen a couple like, we've done it. i think oregon still had two of their timeouts i want to say so you know, you yep. need a couple first downs and then you're good. Man, you just even pick but up one first down. Even one, like, and then you you make these one. are timeouts, you probably bleed a, a minute off the clock, a minute or two off the clock. And just put it make it a more stressful situation for them. But only they get the ball back with uh still like two thirty or something, you know, a decent amount of time, especially in college football. Yeah. And then there was I can't remember what which drive was the Oregon had a fourth down. I think it was the the Drive before that, they had a fourth and two. That really, if yeah. you look back, like that, that would have been the game if WC yeah. stops that fourth down. Yeah. Um, also, it, we were mad about uh the clock not running when they missed a call. Uh, uh the Bo Nicks clearly didn't get in the end zone. Refs called a the touchdown, they hold yeah. the fucking. Well, whatever yes. like and but ultimately <laughs> all that time didn't matter WCU actually would have needed that time um but yeah it's just uh we can get into like all the wonderful refereeing in this game oh, at some okay. point and again like not blaming that like our defense did not did not show up the way that they have it's a very clear Like there is a (laughs) there is there is an issue. You
1: can say it, dude. There
0: there is an issue in the secondary, like a massive issue in the secondary, because as good Bo Nix looked like a fucking superstar, aside from one pass.
1: Yeah, I I think that very few. So I think you can sort of like, um, kind of parse out what was going on in the secondary by the fact that. You know, we had, you know, your so your leaders in your solo tackles were, uh, and your leaders in overall tackles were your, were your, sa- your two safeties, you know, yep. Jaden Hicks and uh, Sam Lockett, the third, Um, and, 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 and know, it, poor Sam Lockett, man, he was,
0: and it's, we, we were seeing it, his
1: nameplate a lot because yep. he was turning and it's around not, and chasing guys.
0: It's not all on them. Like, it, no. WC couldn't get much pressure on Nix and Knicks. Also very good. He's very tough to bring down, but also, WC was sending blitzes and they were not getting home, especially no, on the, they, in the fourth quarter. Get they were just they getting stonewalled. Get and Nick's like, gets yeah. rid of the ball. And and like, and let's you, and, and, you we, you and we I mentioned the it. QB
1: stat thing, and it's like, yeah. yeah, like he gets rid of the ball. Like he was he was not giving them the opportunity to get those hustle sacks. Like he was. He he was outside of one really 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 horrible decision. He was absolutely nails all game. You know, just did not yep. give us an opportunity at all. And the line is really good too. Like this isn't just a well, oh, wow, Bo Nix just gets rid of the ball. Like
0: yeah. we couldn't even get. Yeah, we fun. mentioned. Yeah, we mentioned last week that Oregon had yet to give up a sack. They played Georgia. They have not given up a sack. They played BYU. Have they yet haven't yet given give up two two very good defenses. And they had not given up a sack. And WSU, who very much relies on lost plays, only had a couple, uh, two, two, three in the the rush game. And then uh, none in the passing game. And and that was just a tough way to live. And I think most of the lost plays were in kind of that red zone area, um, which was huge, obviously. That's what kept Oregon at bay for so long, despite all this yardage they were. They were um, going up, Um, but but it was it was just, but you could see that it what highlighted the weakness in the secondary is when they were able to make those plays inside the ten. Oregon's play calling was a little interesting. They were running a lot of horizontal plays, um, in a short window. You know, in that 10 yard window where the speed of our linebackers and the speed of our defensive ends can kind of easily cover that area. And you saw that happening. That's why, you know, Travion Brown was making huge plays and, and, and you know, that our and Ma- Maui Oga making big plays in the red zone. But when, when there when those windows weren't tight and Knicks had time to exploit or, or the, you know, the running backs, had more room to maneuver. Uh, it was tough, you know, now the re- you know, WSU didn't do, like, did a, 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 a decent job of Oregon's run game, which is a very good run game. 32 for 178, 5.6 per rush. Uh, there was a lot of, like, bony scrambles in there. Um, so it's not, you know, that, that's, I think the, the, the run defense is still, you know, that it, it I still come away saying they're pretty solid. They'll be able to do a fine, like a decent job against most teams. Uh, what, what's, uh, what's scary? Yeah. So Knicks himself had thir- six for 31. Um, but yeah, I mean, the running backs did average quite a lot, but it, I don't know. It, it's, it, it's, uh, it
1: felt like, it felt like this was the first game where the defense really kind of wore out. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, oh, because they were not just really, okay. Hang on, I'm I'm gonna look at the stats here real quick. I, off the top of my head, it seemed like the running chunks were getting bigger as the game was going on. Yes, uh,
0: yeah, second half I'm, it seemed like try, Oregon. I'm really going was... to
1: try to confirm that. Yeah, I'm gonna try to confirm that. Uh, I don't know if uh, if that'll work. Okay, second half. So inter- rushing it's crazy yards. though. No, they had way more rushing yards in the first half. So I don't know.
0: Uh, well, because they were I did have. Yeah. They were yeah, trailing they were throwing, most of the second
1: half. And and the other thing is they uh they they passed the ball a lot. like a That's lot way
0: more than they, they, they normally do.
1: Yeah, and so it was – Because they
0: actually uh, threw the ball more than they ran the ball. So yeah, it's not normal for them. Which
1: is – yeah, which is not normal for them. Also a uh, product of being first, down two yeah,
0: scores most of the second half.
1: First half they were basically 50-50. Um, it was 19 rushing attempts, 20 passing attempts. Um, and that's not, that's not, uh, you know, rushing attempt adjusted for the quarterback or anything like that, but yeah. And then the second half, it was, uh, okay. Second half. Yeah. Only 13 rushing attempts for four yards per attempt. So I don't know. So I'm full of shit. Like, <laughs> like, like, nah, I mean, no, yeah. it's, uh, it, it was there. I don't know. It's, you know, you just – your brain makes you think, ah, oh, maybe it was like this. And you're trying to explain things away. And, you know, the reality was, I mean, they – you know, they did get gashed at times on the run. Um, it, it did seem to me, speaking of just sort of like Bo Nixon running, you know, the pass rush obviously was not great. But it also seemed like they were more concerned than normal with their rush lanes. Um, Yeah, because that was something that we talked about after the Colorado State game was that, you know, Clay Millen had had run at times Um, like when we were sitting up, you know, watching the game uh, up above, like you could just see these huge like lanes opening up in the middle because they really didn't have a whole lot of pass rush discipline in terms of where they were going. And so there were sort of these like, (laughs) you know, big lanes right up the middle of the field that Clay Millen was able to step up into or run into. Um, not nearly as many of those on Saturday. So I have to think that was intentional, but also you sacrifice something with your pass rush. If you are, um, you know, concerned about sort of staying home and not letting him get loose. So there's obviously a balance there, but, um, we definitely seemed, you know, concerned with that and, you know, for, for whatever it's worth, he didn't rip off any massive runs, but he did have a couple of conversions where he scrambled and yeah. I don't know, man. He was really good. Like all I heard was, <laughs> all I heard coming into this year was, Bo Nix sucks and Oregon's really screwed because Bo Nix actually isn't good and like all this stuff. And man, he looked pretty, except for again one really not good throw, which you know was uh you know obviously largely what allowed WSU to to sort of be in
0: control. He also, they, was really that, really good on otherwise. That, on that, they they ran. <clears throat> that the they basically ran the same play twice in a row. They got a conversion on it the previous play, and yeah. then they run the Bad same choice. little flat route to the running back. And yoga yeah. read it, and at, at no point did I think he was taking that thing back until about. Oh, me. He got either. to the fifty yard <laughs> line, forty yard line, maybe the yeah. inside the forty. Yeah. I was like, oh, wait, what? Um, that was just, that's just cool. seriously one of those plays. Like it. You're, you're sitting there like, can we win? So that can be like one of the greatest plays in Cougar football history. Like, yes. please, like, yes. that was so insane. That was one of the most insane plays yeah. I've seen a Cougar player make. And in like, yeah. and plus there was a penalty on Bo Nix during the yes. return. We saw the flag yes. and we're like, Oh fuck, it's coming back. It's coming back. And you That's see him do the, the chop block, the, the the block and you're like, Oh, damn it. But no, it's it's cause Knicks came in and took out a guy's legs. Um, yep. tackled the wrong guy. And so that was yeah, That was hilarious and that was funny and that put WSU up.
1: Yeah. I was gonna say flashback yeah. to Super Bowl XL, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where Matt Hasselbeck
1: yeah. did that, got called for that.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, um Malgoa, like he is he is quickly putting a vice grip on that middle linebacker spot. Um you know Travion Brown obviously yeah. got hurt uh before Colorado State. Malgoa played, you know, all basically all of Colorado State and man, like Jake Dickert said some stuff about him on his coach's show about him being a future NFL guy and I was like, "Really?" Um but, you know, he's and he's really young. He is a true sophomore. Um really really young. Seems to be getting better by the game. Um, he's got the size, you know, that's you, for sure. Yeah, if if you had asked me if he would have the speed to pull off <laughs> what he pulled off on that interception, I I would not have thought that he had that kind of speed. So, um, it was pretty I, I funny. The last Travion guy, Brown had that kind of speed, yeah. but but not not Mangoa. So I'm yeah, I'm I'm thrilled. The, the last guy what, chased him was doing.
0: an offensive. I was gonna say the the last guy chased him was an offensive lineman, and that was pretty funny. Yeah. If you look yeah. at the replay, well, it's I, it's just pretty funny.
1: I I'm surprised there wasn't anybody else really chasing I don't know, maybe the Oregon guys gave up on the play. I honestly don't know. I haven't I have watched that close, but it sure seems like maybe somebody else might have been trying to track him down, but alas, it yeah, wasn't. The... So yeah. I don't know. It's still an awesome play. I mean, even though we didn't win the game. And, you know, it, it'd be the sort of play you put up on, you know, the back home video if you win that game, but
0: yep. you know, yeah. It's the sort of play that, like, is just in, like, Cougar highlights every time the yes. ducks. But yeah, you got to win the game for those, uh, amazing plays to happen or amazing plays to be remembered. Um, yeah, yeah it, it's, uh, and now it'll, yeah, it'll probably just be kind of a footnote that, like, only the diehards will you remember when he did that. You know, that was amazing. But, um, but yeah, he really, he's, he, he's got the size and obviously has, some speed and uh, i think we talked about last week how maybe he's not always sound like gap sound and overrun some plays but um i mean yeah he's just a sophomore and yeah. and, and that's stuff and, you can and, teach it, i think it's it's kind of crazy like uh we 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 figured the front seven would be the, the strength but uh, it was more predicated on like the defensive line, the edge rushers, but it's pretty clear our our, our strongest group is the linebackers. Uh, yeah. obviously with Dayon Henley and, and with, uh, w- now with Maui Goa and Brown both have, you know, Brown stepped up. He, he played really well against Oregon, I think. And, and, yeah. uh, well, and, and, and especially and if
1: you throw Armani Marsh into that mix as well.
0: Exactly. Because, yeah.
1: you know, he's obviously he's not, strictly a linebacker but he plays a linebacker type role and dicker regularly calls him his best defensive player like that he does that regularly um so yeah i think I'm, i'm absolutely on board with you and then when they go in those goal line situations and they bring on so basically they're playing all three linebackers at the same time it's like yep yeah
0: those guys go out there and eat yep um was hoping you know Henley would have some big plays on on like a big stage and stuff but you know he he definitely made some nice plays uh I think Maui Goa stole the big play uh but you know it's when yeah it it's just tough you know i I've seen some some consternation about Than playing conservative or something down the stretch defensively, it's like they weren't. They were sending five guys on like every fucking play. Like they were, (laughs) they were blitzing the hell out of them because they just need. They they, they needed those. They wanted a loss play. They know that's what that's. And then it came. It that on the play on the long touchdown, it was single coverage on that wide out. And they exploited it. Why was their single coverage? Because yeah. they were blitzing. Like it's not like I don't yeah. understand what people are looking at sometimes. Like it's yeah, just it's know. like they're like, oh, we're giving up big yards late in the game. We must be playing prevent defense. At no point where like we play a five, we always play five fucking defensive backs. Like that's yes. like like so maybe you see five and you think there's six. I don't know. Like we always play five defensive backs. Like it's not that weird to have that many in there. Like it, it's just people just I don't it's just drives me crazy like come on yeah. like like they were blitzing and it was just wasn't getting home like it was you'd see a guy come and just get stonewalled stonewalled over yep. and over again it was so frustrating to watch you know at that yep. point the, the ends were so gassed chasing Knicks around and like it, it yep. was just and it, it, that's the thing you know it, eventually a, you know a team like Oregon that recruits the way they do. They have guys that are they're just gonna exploit like when you make a mistake. And that's that's what they did. And they were moving the well, ball. and they and-, and they also didn't make mistakes.
1: Like I think that's really important to point out. Because just one. <laughs> we Yeah, I mean just one. But like and, and obviously that was a, a really massive one. But when you look at the rest of it, Nick's didn't throw any other any other interceptions. Frankly, did not come close to throwing any other interceptions. Uh, No fumbles, zero fumbles, Um, and i I don't (laughs) no sacks. I don't recall an offensive penalty on them either. There probably was, but I certainly don't recall any. Um, So yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of like, let's see. Okay, penalties. Okay, they had a false start. Yeah. Yeah. They had a false start in the on the what first play of the game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or something. Yeah. When the crowd's all hyped. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, there was. Yeah. It was a very early. F- okay. So there was the personal. They're calling the Bo Nix penalty an offensive penalty. Uh, That's not. An yeah. Offensive which
0: penalty. whatever. Yeah.
1: There was yeah. the kick catch interference. That's also not an offensive penalty, really. So, and then there was a delay. There was a delay of game on fourth down that they took on purpose. So yeah, their only offensive penalty was a false start on the first play of the game. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) There you go. They, they just did not make, they did not make the same kind of mistakes that allowed us to beat Wisconsin. And I think there's, you know, there's two ways you can look at that. One is you can, you know, sort of be bummed out about the loss and everything else. Uh, you know, another way to look at it is hot damn. Like, look at how close we were. And the defense was a mess. Didn't do any of the stuff that we uh, are used to them doing. We didn't really get any offensive it, or any help from them making mistakes on offense. Um, you know, it Oregon, you know, played, uh, other than the pick six, played an extremely clean game. And yeah, they had those, uh, you know, those penalties, uh, you know, in the fourth, in the fourth quarter, um, on defense, but you know, man, like you look at these penalties overall, like, yeah, it's a lot of yards, right? They had one, two, three, four, five, fifteen 15 yard penalties. So that'll, that'll rack up a fair amount of yards. But the honest truth is they really, they only had eight penalties. One of them's on purpose. Another one was that weird ass, you know, chop thing with Bo Nix, like, when you look at it, they played a relatively clean game and, you know, we nearly still pulled it off. And I don't know, man, like, I'm curious what you think about, you know, if this, if this has changed sort of your thoughts about the trajectory of the season for me, this game just sort of confirmed that this team's really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was talking with BA, um, just, uh, Yesterday, I'm grabbing my tailgating ship from his, uh, from, from his RV. And we just, yeah, like this, the, this team still feels like, a you know, a potential top 25 team, you know, maybe just outside, whatever, like a top 30, top 35 team in the country. Um, but it, in terms of tra- trajectory of the season, what it does kind of bring attention to is like, they have maybe the hardest schedule in the Pac 12. And the Pac 12 North has maybe one out in, in the, in of the six teams. Plus they have USC and Utah. And then maybe you have Arizona State might be a, might be an easy one. But what it, you have to play Stanford on the road. That's your, that's your easy one. You, you get, you, and you get Arizona State in November at home. But then you look at Cal. Cal might be pretty fucking good. I don't know. Like, how good is Arizona? I don't know, but they beat the shit out of them. And then, uh, obviously USC is really, is good. And we have to play at USC. And then, and then you, you have to play, you have to play UW is looking pretty fucking good and you have to play them. Uh, but you, at least you get them at home, Utah, you get them at home on a fucking Thursday when there's going to be 10,000 people in the stadium. Right. Right. Like, so, so the, the schedule is, if you look at compared to to UW schedule, they, they miss USC in Utah yeah. and they, they get, they, they get Colorado. Yeah. It, it, it's just, this is such a hard schedule and this game shows you that you have to play really fucking well to beat these teams. Because WSU, what was their downfall? A pick six and a shitty rushing game. And a shit in their defense just getting shredded in the back. Like that, because it, it exploits a good team with four or five star athletes. They're going to exploit what your weaknesses are. And Oregon did that. WC still almost pulled it off. So. Yeah, WSU is good, but also the schedule is tough. So they could be a very yeah. good seven and five team. It's true. It, it, cause, cause they last year, there was a lot of shitty teams that they played. Let's be honest. Like, yeah, they, like the Pac 12 North was down. Uh, you know, they got, they, they, they were pretty, they were solid team, but if they go seven and five this year, it's going to be a way more impressive seven and five than they did last year. So that, so that's uh that that's kind of where I'm at. That was kind of how I felt at the start of the season too. This was never going to be an easy schedule, and they got right. that Wisconsin win, which was already they've already gotten one. That yeah, we, I mean that's the big one,
1: right? Like you've already this is <laughs> you've this already is, got that one is, in your
0: pocket. This is one that if you had to go binary, you probably would have picked Oregon. I mean, obviously we picked. WSU by narrow margins in our preview, but whatever. Like, we're, we're Oh, we were so we're, close. We, 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 yeah. We were so close, uh, yeah. too. I, I was so, so close. I was like 21 to 17. I was so close. I definitely knew how this game was going. Uh, but, <laughs> but, yeah, it. I I don't know. One thing you want to take away positives is that Cam Ward is just getting better and better. Yeah. And he's playing better teams and he's looking better. You know, he played a better team, uh, maybe not a better defense than Wisconsin's, but just as athletic of a defense as Wisconsin's. And and he looked solid, and he got no help in the running game. Like, nothing right. at all. Now, Nakia Watson definitely did some things, you know, in the passing game. Some really nice, like, plays made by Cam Ward that got to get him the ball. Like, incredible plays. There, Ward just did. There was... This game was the first game where Cam Moore just made plays where you're like, okay, this dude has something. Like that that shovel pass to Watson for a conversion for a huge gain, and he did it twice. That the meaningless, but gamblers won't tell you that, meaningless like 55-yard <laughs> fucking bomb he threw on the run. Yeah. The dime he threw to Donovan Ollie on the last drive of the game. Like he has, he has the talent, and he's very clearly picking it up. Yes, because he's he played like if we're talking about speed, the speed, the speed. Well, he played a, about as fast of a defense he's going to see. Maybe not the best defense he's going to see, but about as fast of a defense he's going to see all year. Just played them, you know his his numbers were pretty fucking good. Uh, and and really, you know really you can say whatever you want about that last pick six. That is not on not Cam Ward. Not. That is on Eric Morris. That is on I, Eric Morris every time. Like because we have went, I mean, we had went to that well too many times. Things. I don't know what Morris. I I know. That's true.
1: Like like the offensive line can't block. Uh you know, you got a minute, you know, you're trying to rip off something, right? And so, you know, so you call another screen and that wasn't quite the same screen, or at least it didn't look like the same kind of screen to me. Um And if he pulls it off, they get a bit, they get at at least a first down, um, Yeah. Um you know, stribbling when he, you know, Victor is downfield. He's got his dude locked up. Like, like there's at least a first down there. If he gets it, I don't know how much more he gets, but you know, and so what you get is, you know, I'm a I, good start to your if drive. I'm just guessing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if I'm just guessing. You know, I'm guessing Lanning, his defensive coordinator, whoever, you know, talks to the ends and says, you know, hey, uh, you know, feel free to just sort of drop off here, <laughs> you know, and and clog up they're they're gonna run a screen at some point, you know. Um which, you know, they did and you know, the the rest is history. I you know, I don't know, man. I I don't know
0: what Yeah, what know, I'm saying it's not uh I don't know if
1: you, yeah, I mean, I, you know what, I don't know. Yeah. Like, his options Maybe were Ward just should kind of have, limited. You know?
0: Yeah, that we were. Yeah, if if he drops back to pass, you know, they did that the previous drive, and he got flushed out of the pocket and throw it away, which he had to do a lot. Like a lot of his incompletions in this yep. game were just him. Yep. Throwing the ball away, which is also and a number a good of trait. his completions
1: like, were him running around and finding someone. So.
0: Well, I, I would say, like we talk about uh, QB sacks or a QB stat. There was definitely, I could think of at least one that was his fault, but like he, there was definitely some O line sacks in this game. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, I would agree.
0: yeah, like that. And and the one, the one that was really his fault was like just desperation mode at the end of the game, you know, just trying to make a play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of he, he just, you know, like he just had no chance. Like he would just, if 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 they were trying to run any sort of five step, seven step drop whatever like he was just getting the people they were on him like yep. it, it was just not happening but he's still 37 to 48 375 uh 7.8 yards per attempt which is not like insanely good but against like 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 competition that's good uh you know that's uh, it, it and oregon's oh. defense you know looked pretty good last week and you know maybe they'll, they are pretty good i don't know um but 7.8 not bad. I mean it was it, he looked like a a good major conference quarterback and you know maybe yep. he, he's gotten closer and closer to that each each game and, and you just feel like he's progressing. You know, progression's not always linear, but uh it feels like he's getting better, he's getting comfortable and that makes you feel better about about the season. Um and and to see Watson finally make some plays in the passing game, that's nice to see. See Renard Bell finally get in, you know, kind of get into a game. Stribling still, Stribling and Ollie still both had nice games, so they're they're coming along. I'm loving, you know, you see the we're back to seeing like the massive spread of guys who catch the ball, like what we're used to in the in the air raid before. Um, You know, where then we had the the. For a season and a, a half, I, or, I mean, you know, whatever we had the the run and shoot, where like three guys will catch the ball. Now we're back to like twelve guys catching the ball, which is is fun, or yeah, at least getting targets or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's uh, um, also uh, what uh, remind me of what this play was? I see Cam Ward. Negative thirteen yards receiving.
1: Oh yeah, that ball got batted up in the air, and then he caught it.
0: <laughs> oh okay, I, I might have missed that. Yep, I might have missed. Yeah, that. that
1: was that that was that was a fun play where it was like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?
0: When did that happen?" I'm trying to think. Did maybe I missed it? Oh, um, I'm trying to remember. You know the 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 beer lines were a little longer, and uh, yeah, and the game is sold Um
1: Let's see. Well when I click on his name in the stats here, it only it only shows his passing stats. So uh,
0: Well I see uh, it I see it. If oh you that's right, receiver. I need to see it under the
1: receiving stats. That's what I need to do. Receiving yeah. stats, here we go.
0: Maybe. Yeah, one for negative oh. thirteen.
1: Okay, hold on. Maybe this will do it. There we go. Uh, third quarter, nine thirty six. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, that was on third and seven.
0: With ten oh six left
1: in the. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I missed
0: eight. that. Pretty sure I missed that. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, so yeah. That okay. That was when into, they, they uh, kicked turned it. into a field goal. Field goal. Yep.
1: Yeah, yep. So there you go. It was uh, the funny. It's funny that we don't really remember it because wasn't it wasn't all that noteworthy. I think it was. It sort of felt like it was third and seven. You know, on the, on the Oregon eight. So you know, more or less third and goal. Um, but yeah. it just sort of again the the drive. The drive sort of stalled out. It didn't. I don't know. To me, it didn't feel like it stuck out that much, simply because, like, it was like, ah, well, they didn't. Yeah, you know, they didn't convert. <laughs> you know, like, like, and that's that's kind of what it was. Probably would have remembered it more if uh, if Janikowski had maybe missed the field goal or something, but yeah, but he didn't. So, yeah.
0: All right. So one one thing we definitely have to talk about, and. We usually don't talk about losses for this long, but we have to talk about this, the The officiating. Like, <laughs> just peak Pac-12 form. And uh, there's a couple, but we got to talk about how they just fucking miscounted downs. Like, what on earth? And so I'll say when when that happened, I was sitting next to a guy, and he goes and and he says he, he i he asked me like oh what down is it i was like oh it's it's yeah it was first down it's a loss of down on um it, you know it's, it was first down there's loss of down on intentional grounding it's second down but he gets, he says no it says third down on the on the scoreboard it says third down on the on the marker and i was like Yep. I don't know. I've had a few drinks. Maybe I'm fucking wrong. Maybe I'm remembering. Like you know, it's like, cool. like okay. you're, like, you're so getting ga- was, You're like getting gaslighted into this. Like oh, look, it's yeah. third down. I guess I
1: don't Dude, know. So I was working on something, you know, something with the website or something at that moment. Like I was, you know, I was paying attention, but not like not paying attention enough to be like, wait a second, it's second down. I was like, wait a minute, isn't it? second where did i second said they like okay. most people like well, guess, it's second down it's and they're third. Like, no it's third down like okay i guess it's third down you know it just was like i was the same way i was like i was like well okay i guess it's third down and then you know uh PJ's going crazy on the slack going what happened to second down what happened to second down And then i rewound it and i was like holy shit they did skip second down you know i yeah
0: and i and then <sighs> it's, something it's the happened i am have- that and something happened. Say. I've never seen happen before. I got to say, I've never seen this happen. Yeah. They ran WSU ran basically two plays since that fuck up. They ran, they, they ran a give up drop because they thought it was third and 17 or third and 16 yep. or whatever. And then they punted. Yep. And then in the TV timeout, we see they're going to review something and, when you're in the stadium, and I don't even know if they knew on TV, but when you're in the stadium, they you don't no fucking clue what they're talking about. Like, what, what is happening? And I'm guessing they figured it out on TV. Because eh, they must have noticed. <laughs> yeah, but, but, they but kind of like the figured it out. And, and the statement comes out, and then they realize there were all of a sudden the offense is running back on the field. But the frustrating thing about it is they went back to third down and not second down. Yeah. Yeah, because that was it, that it, was the problem. Any any fucking anyone that knows anything about football knows that you're calling a different play on second and sixteen versus third and sixteen every single time that dictates how you call a play. Yep. They definitely would have thrown the ball on second and sixteen. They potentially could have gotten five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, I don't know how many fucking yards. And it would not have been third and seventeen is what they yep. set them up at. Because they, they took that one-yard loss they got on second and 16, and they're like, okay, so it's third and 17, because it was fourth and 17. So now it's third and 17. And and so that's frust- that's so frustrating. And so W C still gets fucked over, even when they try to fix it, which I've never seen them rewind two plays before. Yep. I've never seen that happen before. No. I, I didn't I even know that was either. possible.
1: Well, and if it's possible to rewind two plays, it's possible then to rewind th- three plays, right? like like i don't I don't know, man. it was I mean, there were so many things that was number one the uh the intentional grounding that led to that was bullshit to begin with. like yeah. Ward had moved to his left and out of the pocket, we can, yeah, we can sort of parse, I guess if you want to try and parse inches as to whether he was out of the pocket or not, but he had definitely moved to an area where they usually give the quarterback the benefit of the doubt. Now he moved back in, you know, but it's like, that's not once you're out, you're out. And I guess, you know, again, they just determined that he wasn't really out or something, um, which again is, makes no sense. Like we see all the time where quarterbacks were like, he's not in the pocket. He's not in the pocket. Or he's, you know, he's in the pocket, right? He's not out of the pocket. Um, and and referees are just like, yeah, close enough. We're trying to protect quarterbacks here. And I'm like, you know, I can't really argue with that. But at the same time, then you see that happen and you're just like, fuck, man. Like, like he was right there just past the left tackle and then came back in. And, you know, calling that intentional grounding again is just like – it's just silly. There was that. There was – the interception that you know is is the epitome of why replay is so utterly stupid, because it's like, oh, we're going to fix all the bad calls, and it's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're not going to fix most of the bad calls. Most of the calls are just going to be whatever they were called on the field. Like that's it. Well, you know. Is so that, he,
0: here's what how that one, the interception which we're talking about, the interception around midfield, it was called an interception on the field. Uh, I think it was Ollie. Uh, caught was a Leighton ball over Spitson. the middle. Oh, sorry, Layton Smithson. Um, yeah. He caught a ball over the middle, may have dropped it, but here's the thing. The ball was underneath him. So if he dropped right. it, it would have touched the ground or right. he would have caught it before it touched the ground and then he went <laughs> to the ground. So it's either going to be a catch or an incomplete pass because the ball is underneath him. There is no way he's going to... Ki- Not have caught the ball and carry through, like, and then be face face down on the ground, ball underneath him, and then somehow (laughs) roll over with what? How it? How would that not be a complete pass? It may, but still, the the TV, but the
1: TV replay. This is the issue: is that the TV replay doesn't show conclusively what happened. It does not conclusively show the ball touching the ground, right? Uh does not conclusively show control when he goes to the ground. Uh Plausibly, you could say his hand was under the ball. He didn't have control and the ball popped up, which apparently is whatever the referee thought they saw. And so you're sitting here and it's like, look, common sense would tell you that clearly all of the things you just said were true, right? Like common sense would tell you that's all – that what you just described is exactly what happened. Except once they make the call on the field, now you've got to have evidence that that is the wrong call. And that is why, again, I bang the drum and I bang the drum and I bang the drum and annoy people to death by saying things like ban replay. Because it's like it just doesn't – it does not do what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to fix stuff. It so often does
0: not fix stuff. We were – in the suite, we do have like the TV broadcast. So we're seeing all the replays, and yeah. we're like, we're like, yeah, they're they're gonna reverse that. Like, what the fuck? There's no way, he he didn't yeah. he didn't either have control or that was an incomplete pass, yeah. like. And they come out. And we're like, what are you kidding me? And then yeah. that is the one three and out that happened in the game yeah. was right after that. And yeah. and I and I tweeted that's the most satisfying three and out I've ever seen. Yes. Because that, like, you're, you had this feeling at the time, like, with with what the, the things that had transpired, you're like, oh, they're out to get us here. This yeah. is match fixy. Well, like, this is there bullshit. was
1: there was like, another play, like, in I want to say on one of the one of the last drives. I don't remember which one exactly, but Nikia Watson got, damn near got his head ripped off with a face mask, and that wasn't called.
0: Um, you know that was. So yeah, I think that was on the drive after Oregon had pulled within five or whatever they had pulled, like what 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 they had pulled within a score, and we got the ball back with like three and a half minutes left. Nikia Watson's yeah. head got ripped off, and it was yeah. not called a called a, a face mask,
1: yeah, which would have obviously the,
0: had a yeah. That was the, that was the though.
1: third and thirteen. That was the third and thirteen.
0: Yeah. which was the. Yep.
1: Uh, with 2:44 to go, pass to the right, complete for two yards. Nakia Watson out of bounds. Might have made it.
0: Clock,
1: <laughs> clock, clock stopped or or something, or maybe it was not out of bounds. I don't
0: know. But they anyway, ran the clock. I thought. I yeah. I don't
1: know. I, don't know. I, I think that so the referee like waved his arm to stop the clock pretty much immediately, and you know we were all on slack, just kind of going bonkers. Like he was in bounds. He was in bounds, and then yeah, that's I, I, I was in the I was my, I, I,
0: I was doing the same. Yeah.
1: I think Oregon sort of like called timeout simultaneously with the tackle. I think Yeah, I think that's what that's, that's, it, that's why it's
0: what so happened. confusing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But anyway, it just you know, again, that was where we were talking about, like, if you just pick up one first down, right? You just pick up one first down. That changes the math so much at two forty four. Well, like you pick, and if they, if that's, if they get the 15 yard face mask there, like they should have. And again, I'm not, I'm not begging for refs to bail us out. Again, these are things like we can say both things are true. We can say that the offense was inept and we can also say that the referees screwed up and should have made a different call. But you know, again, if you do that, now it's, you know, it's 244, Oregon calls a timeout and then now you're running 40 seconds, 40 seconds, 40 seconds off the clock, right? Like. You know, that's, you're taking a minute 20 off the clock. They get the ball back with, even if you just go run, 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 don't get another first down. They're getting the ball back with like a minute and they've yeah. got 80 yards to go. Now maybe that's, maybe they pick up 80 yards in a minute. No problem. But maybe they don't, you know? Um So anyway, I don't know. It's, uh there were so many things that were a bummer that the officiating, you know, it was funny. Bryce uh, Hendrick, who's you know our ba- one of our basketball guys, said he was sitting around Oregon fans, and they were convinced that they were getting screwed by the refs. And I'm like, well, then they are idiots because, like, <laughs> there's there no was, way the, there's no way you can look at this game and think that somehow Oregon was was the one who was screwed. But the yeah, there was. There, I would that say that, that there
0: was that you know on the driver that put WSU up twelve in the fourth, yeah that. It was obvious the 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 hit to the head on Cam. That's an obvious penalty. They're always going to call that. Yep. You know the the targeting call. I could see that one was a little weird. Yeah. Like we all thought it was going to get reversed. Like we were it, like, okay, I think the, like
1: for what it's worth, I think the key on that one was he really launched himself. Yeah. And that seems to be that seems to be the thing that they're really looking for. Like, um, the yeah, it's hard to figure the, out the targeting non targeting call that we had last week. They got – we were like yeah. well that's definitely gonna be targeting and then it got reversed and we were like okay
0: straight up helmet to a helmet yeah, <laughs> i don't even, but, you're like what is, but even is he didn't anymore?
1: he didn't like load and launch into him he kind of ran into him um and so I, I'm thinking that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of thing but yeah to, to your point like yeah you just kind of go you know Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But like all the other penalties were, and, and again, Oregon didn't have very many penalties. Like that's where I'm like, I'm not sure how you could be convinced that the refs are screwing you when you only had like, I don't know, five, six legit eight. penalties. I, I know yeah. they had eight overall, but it was like, but like, again, one was yeah, a delay the refs aren't screwing again, you on a, that, a you false know, start. No, yeah. like, like I don't know what, what you thought was, was not legit. Um, but I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's. I guess. I guess if there's a silver lining here, it's not a silver lining for us, but for the Pac-12 that, you know, we've got four teams in the top 15 now. So I guess that's good, right? Yeah. Congrats, Pac-12. Yay. We did Congrats, it. It's Pac-12. Um, um. So
0: now don't don't leave Oregon. Yeah. Uh, we 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 gave you we gave you some calls. Don't leave. Yeah. Now you got to stay. Forever. Yeah. 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 But I, I will say, yeah, like. Not, like, blaming the refs for the loss, but there definitely could be some things that might have went a little bit different if they were called a little bit differently. It certainly contributed. Um,
1: like, you can't argue that when, you know, I, one you of know, them is a, – is a, when basically you're saying refs were responsible for two turnovers, because that's basically what it is, um, that's a lot. That's a lot, a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's a big, big, big – those are two really big things.
0: I mean, it, when they – Miscount downs, like it's just like the most basic fucking thing you have to do, and they don't even even though Jake Dicker was screaming at them about it, they don't even well, stop, stop the
1: game I feel like you have
0: to stop anything. the game, oh and they did a lot they, they, they will fucking stop the game, the game all the time anything. to talk about it, and they wouldn't stop the game there. I'm like, what whatever like no one no one sat there and thought like, wait, it was first and now it's second that's how math works this coach is insisting
1: it's actually second down and we're just going to be like nah
0: nah like if there's any question about what down it is i feel like you should always stop the game
1: well how many seconds does it take to figure it out
0: like 15 like you you could just go wait games for what plays were they stare at a screen (laughs) just well, stop the game for yet, 10 if seconds. You have, if you have the screen, I mean, they wouldn't even need a screen. And someone would just be like, oh yeah, I'm looking at it up here and you guys fucked that one up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they'll stop a game for five minutes to stare at a screen, but they won't stop it for 10 seconds when the coach is like, it's second down. It's second down. I wish Dicker would have called timeout because he would have gotten it back. Yeah. Um, yeah. But still, it's like, yeah, It's not his fault. Like, I'm not going to blame him for it. Like, he's not the one who fucked up. Like, I'm not going to blame him and be like, well, why did you call timeout? Like, he should have, no doubt. But also, like, I don't know. Is it his job to figure – like, to is it his job to know the optimal strategy when the referees completely fuck up the number of downs? Like, probably not.
0: <laughs> so, I give so, him a pass. To, to, to wrap it up, just – with all that shit that happened, all the shit we've talked about, like pick sixes, weird fucking fumble interception things, and weird, uh, like, miscounting counting it down, weird fucking plays, missed ref calls, probably one of the most bonkers football games I've ever seen. Like, that was just an insane football game. Um, Pac-12 in the middle of the day, I guess. I... Uh, that was just nuts. And it was on Fox. It, it, it sucked because you got on Twitter after the game and it's just like, everyone is talking about our loss. Like, it's like, fuck. Like if we would have held on, like everyone would have been talking about how WSU beat Oregon because yes. everyone saw it. Everyone was watching that fucking game. Like yeah. all of college football Twitter was watching that game. And it was, but I will say that. We seem to pick
1: up some respect out of the deal, though, which I mean is is certainly not what you most want. But you know, I mean, we we saw that the team picked up a few more AP votes, right? Even in their loss. Yeah. Um. The the thing that I kept hearing or kept seeing on on Twitter a lot was, "Hey, you know, Wazoo lost, but they're legit. Like that team is legit." like they they are good. They got their shit like or, you know. And by the way, on a personal level, I think, you know, I picked Oregon to win the division heading into the season. Like I was like I think Oregon is going to be the best team in the north. I think they're going to play for the Pac-12 championship and I think they will legit challenge Utah. Um I was wavering on that after the Georgia game, <laughs> but I'm not not wavering on that nearly as much now. Um I think they are absolutely good and I think most people who watch that game would go, yeah, like Oregon's talent and whatever, like Rose to the top, but Wazoo, man, that's a good ass team. And I I think there's some value in that. Like even, and and, you know, the other thing is I don't think you get that if that game is not on big Fox like that, because like, if that game's, you know, hidden away on PAC 12 network, what you always get is, or if it's like it, let's say that's at seven o'clock at night on PAC 12 network, people wake up the next morning and go, uh, yeah, same old Pac-12. Oregon's not really that good, right? Look, they barely escaped Wazoo, Like, come on, you know. But if you actually watched that game, you're like, well, fuck, man, this was two really good teams. Like, you cannot watch yep. that game and come away with anything else other than that. Like, you just go, yeah, Wazoo's good. Like, their offense is good, and you know, and or they they damn near pulled it off, and Oregon is, you know, like they they snuck it out in the end, and you know, just made some plays that you'd expect a really good team to make. And, you know, it, it just seemed to be kind of one of those, even though WC lost, it really seemed like on some level they kind of won. And I know that getting into the top 25 is not, not the goal. It's not the end game or anything like that, but you know, you beat Cal this weekend, you're certainly jumping into the top 25. Um, I mean, bar, barring something weird, like everybody in the top 25 wins their game or something, but um, you know, you're almost certainly jumping into the top 25, heading into, you know, a game against uh, USC, which also is over the air, <laughs>
0: like also in the middle of the day.
1: Uh, yeah, well, it's a little bit later. I think it's at four thirty, but still, it's like it's, know, at four. Prime, it's, it's that's, prime time, yeah. right? You that's know, I mean, probably
0: even better. Yeah.
1: To be honest, yeah, it's it's not bad at all. So and it's USC,
0: yeah. so a lot of teams will watch it. Yep, so and it might a lot you know of people could, will watch it.
1: You know, you take your business this weekend against Cal. Uh, very strong possibility that you're talking about a a matchup between two ranked teams, which I think is what, you know, Fox is sort of banking on there. So yeah, I mean, even though they lost, I think they won. I think honestly, that's, that, that was what I think was sort of the message of Steven's column about, you know, you know, being a winning team, like, like even in a loss they're a winning team. And I I think there's, I, I think that's a point well taken, man. They just, they're figuring it out. They're really well coached. Uh, you know, Cam Ward. A lot of
0: new guys this year. We yeah. can't forget that. Like, there's a new coach. Yeah. There's a lot of new players. We did not return a lot of starters, and, and to come back and play as well as they have, this is this is this is territory that WSC we don't always have. You know, we don't have yep. like teams not re- like return. You know, half their starters and then are actually good. Like it, it's yep. so. The, this is impressive and they you know they brought in guys like warden and henley and 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 that are making impacts and 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 it's it's uh, you know yeah like cal, they should be cal but like i i guess after the break we'll talk a bit about cal i we talked so long about that fucking game like so, but but we gotta we gotta preview the next one too a bit um but we'll take a break we'll come back we'll talk about cal we'll talk about some uh some sad basketball news you know kind of sad kind of kind of um bummer basketball news and then you know wrap up the uh uh soccer and volleyball weekends as well um so yeah stick around we'll be right back All right, quickly quickly, Jeff, cuz we are already over an hour in this thing. Uh what are you drinking?
1: I am drinking the uh shamanic whip pale ale by Wayfinder.
0: It's delicious. Uh, very good.
1: Yeah, easy drinking beer. Very good. It's like a, the ABV is like under 5%, like it is It is absolutely delicious. It's not quite It seems like this is, would be more of an October Halloween type beer, just not in style, but just in can design.
0: Um, uh, it appears to have based uh, ha, on it. Have you? But, you know, have you not? I mean, Wayfinder is all of that. They're always yes. Yeah, things. I know. On. But this one is. Heavy, this one is sort of. They're a heavy metal. They're a heavy yes. metal brewery. Like they this one know.
1: is especially, especially heavy metal. though Because like I've got another. I mean, one have you seen their I'm trying to decide whether you, to drink?
0: It's, have you seen their Italian Pilsner that they I
1: have
0: sell yes. like most of the year? That the, yeah. the can on that one. Very good Halloween can that they sell. This all one
1: year. is uh, the the other one. I'm trying to decide whether I want to drink is the Jazz Witch Cold IPA as well. But that oh, one's yeah. not nearly as heavy it. metal. It's got like a raven on it, and you know this yeah. one, this other one's got heavy like
0: ma- a r- creepy girl. A, so. a raven is pretty heavy metal, dude. Come on,
1: it is, but I just mean like raven from, is death. Talking about like you know he- Halloween imagery, creepy imagery, like this this like creepy girl on this uh, on this other can is. Uh, yeah shamanic whip much, definitely really. creepier so anyway delicious and shaman oh this is as shamanic always Whip five the shaman's revenge so
0: <laughs> maybe i haven't honored, had that clear and now. mildly
1: sinister american pale ale so, <laughs> yeah, delicious it's really good nice what about you
0: yes and always always if you're in portland if in my opinion the first brewery you should stop at is wayfinder but yeah uh you know others may differ um, but, uh, I am drinking, you know, with homecoming coming up, you know, people may not like the color of the can here cause it is kind of green and gold, but, um, but I am drinking from my home town of Yakima. Um, although, and, and uh, you know, a, a brewery that is literally on a hop farm, uh, Bale Breaker, not it, all of you will know that one. Um, homegrown IPA, fresh hop IPA, uh, so they, uh, I guess technically they're in Moxie, which is actually where most of the f- hop farms are is in Moxie, Washington. Um, but Yakima Valley claims them. Um, uh, so, uh, here in Moxie, Washington, September means harvesting, harvest, coordinating with the barley monster as the fruity herbal smells of fresh hops being cut and kilned waft in our windows. Now in our third season as barley farmers, they also do barley as well, and 90 years after the first hops were planted on our family farm, we're pl- proud to share with you this homegrown IPA featuring our homegrown hops and barley, notes of ripe lemon, grapefruit, blueberry pine, resin, and fresh-cut grass. Very good. Um, if you don't know that history behind Billbreaker, Breaker, uh, basically their parents owned a hop farm. Uh, they cut out part of it to start a brewery. Um and so they are literally on a hop farm, and so they 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 brewed lots of fresh hop beers during fresh hop season. Um, yeah, very tasty. I homegrown because homecoming is coming up this weekend. I thought that that fit well. Um, but yeah, it's fresh hop season, baby. So yeah. riding another fresh hop. Woo! But yeah, speaking of homecoming, it's motherfucking Cal week. Damn Why homecoming is supposed to be fun and we got yeah. like. And we got like the most, just the most miserable team to play, like all, like <laughs> out this side of Washington, like fucking like, yeah. California, Cal Week, Cal bullshit. All of it is here. But as you mentioned in the Slack, Jeff, it's hard to get a gauge out because the Cal bullshit is not the type of bullshit that we're usually expecting. Maybe we're going back to the Jared Goff days of Cal bullshit. Maybe. The, the, uh, the Sunny Dykes Cal bullshit days. We are no longer in the justin wilcox era type you know that that we're we expecting um uh uh type uh you know grind it out uh yeah. shit. like this is this is more um that they, they actually have a a good offense this year yeah like
1: reasonably like. good reasonably good yeah um, i mean they you know they are eighth in the they're eighth in the conference in yards per play overall. Um, six point one three. Yeah, that's pretty good for them. Which is actually ahead of us, <laughs> but uh, but we also played, you know, Wisconsin. Um, and Cals is being propped up a little bit by going for nine yards of play against Arizona. So that's kind of part of what's going hey, on. Arizona
0: right beat North Dakota State, all right?
1: Yeah, yeah, and also beat. me be a better Diego win in the conference than right? that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, how many other teams have beat a champ? I don't know just Arizona, yeah. apparently. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Cal has – I don't know how – I didn't watch that game against Arizona. I don't know how much to read into it. They dropped, what, 49, right? Um, yep. And their they also running
0: gave back, up their, 31.
1: Yes, and their freshman running back ran for 274 yards. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know what I'm supposed to read into that. Uh, if I'm supposed to think like, Oh wow. You know, Cal's actually, Cal's offense is actually good. Um, I mean, I,
0: I, but he, yeah, I don't know, but he's run it. So he ran for what you say two seventy four in that one. Yes. Uh, the rest of the other three games in the season, he has less than 200 yards total. Right. Yep. So
1: I, you know, I don't know man. I mean he went for he did had 104 against UC Davis. Uh oh, 52 yeah, cool. against UNLV uh 33 on 13 carries against Notre Dame. So um obviously not, you know, he's he was, you know, pretty good against UC Davis and UNLV but not exactly a super heavy workload and then and then he just sort of explodes against Arizona. So I don't know, man. All we know is, you know, with Cal, things will get weird. We don't know how. We don't know why. Uh, trying to guess is, is a fool's errand. Uh, so don't even try. Uh, we just know things will be weird. I don't know. What's the weather going to be like? Is it going to be nice? Should be
0: nice. Very nice. Very nice. It's going to
1: be perfecto. Yeah. 2.30 kickoff, afternoon kickoff. Um, yeah,
0: I, I don't know, man.
1: I, you know, I don't care what they did there. We're going to. My, they, they don't my, scare me uh, on offense. So going to have,
0: have uh, Chris. Chris is going to bring his his van. Ooh, and I'm nice. using my my premium VIP parking spot to we're going to be parking that shit in the fanciest lot. We're in the fanciest, not tailgating lot, but the fanciest lot parking, parking, parking that lot, van, yeah. do a little van gating, Woo. Little van gating with all the that Richie Richards. Fantastic.
1: That sounds fantastic. Love
0: that. So I we get the premium one because it's like we're it's basically four people paying into one person's thing. Yeah. Just don't worry about it. It's not Yeah. So, you know. Uh but but uh but but yeah, so we get that premium spot and we're gonna take take that big old white Econo line van, park that in there. Hopefully that'll counteract some of the cow bullshit, just being weirdos like that. Uh but yeah, they you know, they um you know that running back, I, I don't know, maybe he hit his stride like a la jerome harrison in like 2004 and maybe he's just going to be a fucking monster now i, I don't know or maybe this is just you know maybe arizona just had a real bad day yeah his, i mean i think, I think, I think it's rug. entirely
1: plausible that arizona is actually not that good considering they've been horrendous for years and uh, I will, so you know the the thought about arizona was like oh wow look at they beat look at how bad they beat San Diego state. Like San Diego state's pretty good. And then as it turns out, San Diego state is actually not pretty good. <laughs> San Diego state's actually quite bad. And so it's like, okay, you know, we, we overreact to these week one things. And, um, Arizona, as it turns out, probably also is still not very good. Better, better, uh, but not very good. I was talking with my principal today, who's a, uh, uh, an Arizona guy. And I was like, yeah, so, hey, how, you know, how you feel about the Wildcats? He's kind of like, eh, and I'm like, how you liking the Jaden Delora experience? And he's like, eh. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm like, no, you, I'm like, you all are getting the full experience, man. Like he will, he will electrify you and then he will make you like scratch your head so hard that you practically start bleeding on your scalp. Like it's just, it's, it, there doesn't seem to be a lot in between. And, um, this year has just so, been really just been more of that.
0: If, if you want one piece of, uh, uh, as we're trying to rush through this preview, obviously, but, uh, cause we don't, you know, we don't want to keep you here forever, but one, one really, uh, piece of encouraging evidence through these first four games is they give up a fuck ton of TFLs. Uh, they've given up 12, especially in the passing game. Uh, basically, if you add in the sacks plus the pass attempts, 151, they've given up 12 sacks. That's almost 8%. That's an insanely high sack rate. Um, Uh, that, that's a good sign for WSU that we are not playing the same offensive line that we played this last week. This is a different level. Um, WSU can get those negative plays that they were not getting, um, against Oregon. Cal, you know, can do. So they've had, also had 10 negative plays in the rushing game. And so that, that just, um, negative plays will be a possibility again in this game. Which that's very encouraging. Our defense needs those to be successful. Um, so look to see uh, maybe Dayon Henley get back back to sacking the quarterback. Maybe uh, Ron R.J. Stone or or uh, Brandon Jackson to someone get get a few sacks in there and some drives that way. Um, that that that'd be a, a that something I would expect to happen. Cal definitely is very leaky on the offensive line in terms of pass protection. Uh, So hopefully that, you know, they can do that. They've also, you know, not, not not been particularly super effective in passing. um, And and so maybe they cannot exploit uh, WSU in the same way that Oregon did, especially if they can't protect the quarterback as well. Um, So that's, uh, that's, that's a a encouraging thing. So hopefully we can see a defensive bake uh, bounce back. um, and, And, you know, that's, That's just what you hope. And then in terms of defense, uh, you know, their, their defense hasn't been, uh, like horrendous by any stretch, but also, you know, like you alluded to, they haven't played a super tough schedule. Like how good is Notre Dame? Are are they even good? I don't even know. Like they definitely have good talent. So you give them credit for going into Notre Dame and almost beating them, but, uh, that doesn't, you know, mean a lot i would say probably wisconsin is probably better than notre dame this year and wsu went and beat wisconsin so you know what, what what are you gonna do so i don't know their defense seems definitely not on par with some of the wilcox defenses um so but still you know maybe solid enough um probably not as good as some of the defenses wsu's already seen so it'd be it'd be great to see uh cam his progression forward uh, you know, have it maybe bump his YPA up over eight for the first time. I think it's probably over eight for Colorado State, but against a, against a like opponent to get over eight it would be nice. Um, yeah, I, I, I just, Jeff, let's just skip right to it. Uh, what, what's, since we've done all this research, we've talked all, went really in depth into this. Uh, what's your score prediction?
1: Yeah, I uh I man, like predicting Cal is like insanity. You know? Like last year's game what well, we went in as a touchdown underdog and walked out with a uh surprisingly easy twenty one to six win, right? I think is what it was. Yeah. Um yeah. so you know, I, I just remember that game feeling like, oh, uh Cal's got nothing today. <laughs> like
0: which is so, so the yeah. So the Cougs in this one are three and a half point favorites, yes. which is basically that that means Vegas thinks we're pretty much even in yeah. terms of quality,
1: which I I don't buy at all. Actually, so I'm not sure I'm not sure where that where that comes from. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say we are going to uh, comfortably cover 31-21. Cougs win, move to four and one, jump into the top 25. Ready for a giant showdown in Los Angeles against USC.
0: Nice. Uh, so yeah, over under thirty or fifty three and a half. So you would be predicting uh, an under there. Uh, 52, barely two, barely. right? Yeah, barely. Barely. Uh, still counts. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with an with, with an over here. Uh, I'll I'll just say. Because Cal bullshit, there'll be some like Cal gets some like bullshit touchdowns somewhere. Um, and WSU though, uh, puts up five touchdowns 35 24. Uh, WSU, uh, gets out of here. Nice win. Um, on homecoming, we have a good time van gating. Uh, it's, it's just a good day. Um, I, uh, so yeah, no. No you're an idiot gifts this week, uh, because we don't like those in the loss or in losses. But but yeah, I would um it would be awesome to win Homecoming four and one. I hope the crowd is good. Um, you know, it's homecoming, so you expect it should be at least mostly full. Um and and a good start time, you know, kind of that pristine, perfect start time of what is it, two thirty. And so uh, you know, Easy for Spokenites, Tri-Cities folk, all those to, to do an out and back and all that. Um, so yeah, um, hopefully you can have a good crowd. Hopefully that, you know, the Oregon loss, it, you, know, to me, it should, it, it should just losing that should, if you had positivity about this team, it shouldn't have killed it. Um, I mean, I could see being sad about the loss, but you should still feel like we have a good football team. Come out and watch it. Plus it's homecoming. Come see your old friends, you know, come, go get your mug at the cougar or whatever. Um, and you know, uh, you know, remember call ahead so they bring it out, but it, so all, all that stuff. So, you know, hopefully, um, hopefully we we have a fun weekend and cause I, you know, we need, we need to cleanse. I, I need to cleanse, uh, that, that the bad losses. You always want, hope you can cleanse it right away. Seems like Cal's always that team. <laughs> like, there's, they, oh, having having a tough time. Here, come play us. It's going to be like <laughs> motherfucking bullshit all day. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You might win, but oh, we're gonna take a pound of flesh on the way. It's fine. Yeah. Uh this yeah. this is really important uh,
1: like like as as much as much this, as we just yes. like <laughs> it's you know, one thing kind of the way I closed out my opening part of my Monday column was like, you know, like season for for a program like WSU, seasons aren't made in the games against Oregon, they're made in the games against Cal. And teams like Cal, not necessarily Cal itself, but just, you know, teams like Cal, yep. like it's like, you know, you know, we say it sort of again and again and again, but you know, you've, you've built up this equity and you want to keep the equity. And so to keep the equity, you got to beat Cal, you know? So if you, you know, you lose yep. to Cal now, all of a sudden you're like, well, shit, we're zero and two in the pac 12. Right. Uh, we just had two consecutive losses at home. Um, You know, whatever good vibes there were, From Wisconsin are feeling a little more shaky now. Um, you just like, this this is a game, it's a game you need to win. And, you know, whatever, whatever it takes, you got to figure out a way to win this particular game because, you know, you just, you know, as we, as we always talk about, you know, you got to kind of separate yourself from, um, you know, from the teams that are in that, in that, that second or third tier, however you want to sort of set up the tiers. But it's like, you know, you got to, you know, you got to beat Cal, you got to beat Arizona, you got to beat Arizona State, you know, because you're going to have those tough games. You're going to play at USC, you know, and already, I mean, we, obviously it's not USC week yet, but I'm already thinking like, holy shit, you know, our, how our safety is going to cope in that one, right? Um, you know, and and you look at Utah and you're like, okay, well, that one's going to be a, a mess for various reasons. And, you know, Washington, as much as, you know, we, we want to, you know, feel good about the Apple Cup again, like they they've got the kind of offense that you know kind of scares you a little, so um you know Cal is the kind of game that you you just you gotta get you you gotta get it and uh, and I think we will like you know, like obviously for my obviously for my prediction, I think we will, but um but I really do you know, I really do think we're a better team than Cal, and um you know that doesn't always mean you win, but um that's a good place to start
0: from, yeah, and uh so. Come on, Cougs. Uh, let's do this. Uh, so let's transition a bit to uh, we didn't expect to talk about men's hoops this week, but some pretty significant news today. Uh, Deshaun Jackson announcing that he is out indefinitely to deal with some medical issues. Um, and, you know, you, we had kind of not seen him in a lot of like the, high, the practice highlight videos. He wasn't there with the team. When they talked, they they had the team on the field against in one of the timeouts against Oregon, and that was pretty notable that he wasn't there, and a lot of people started notice that. I think, um, but yeah, so he's not going to be. You know, I we say definitely medical issues. It's uh, it just to me sounds like he's you know, he he's probably not going to play this yes. season. Like, that that sounds like, like that. don't and,
1: count don't count on it. <laughs> is what that sounds yeah,
0: like to me. Uh, yeah yeah. Which, which definitely, you know, I don't, I don't want to speculate too much. This, I I just hope, all I want to say is I don't want, we, we could talk about how this affects the lineup later. I just, I just want to say like, I hope he's okay. Um, I think uh, I, you know, take care of your health. Uh, you know, do what's best for your, your family and, and, you know, uh, you know, get, be around the people that, that can support you in that, in a time like that. Um, and I, and I hope Deshaun's okay, both uh, physically and, and mentally. Obviously, being away from the, you know, kind of his his bread and butter is his sport. Um, not being able to play it probably pretty rough, but um, so yeah, just hopefully Deshaun's okay. Hopefully, he comes through this, whether he plays for the Cougs, what, whether, you know, whether, whether anything. Just hope he's healthy, and and, and hope he's happy.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's it. You know, it's the, the, you don't normally put out statements like that if, you know, if you're, if it's no big deal or if you're day to day or week to week. And I think you can, you can sort of read between the lines on that stuff. Um, even if it's, it's not explicit about potentially what's going on. So like you said, you know, most important is that he's healthy. Um, you know, I, I, whatever it is that's going on, I hope that they're able to, Sort of figure out pretty quickly, and you know, if it if it involves continuing to play basketball, then great. If it doesn't, then also, you know, uh, I, I hope he's all right. So, I, it's a bummer, you know. Like like you said, we'll we'll sort of explore what it means for, uh, you know, for the for the team and the rotation going forward. But um, there's there's time for all that later. Kyle Smith had a had a press conference today because they're you know starting practicing. Um, you know, so that that's kind of why it's why it's out there, and Deshaun put out his statement. But, uh, you know, there there will be time to kind of break down what it means, and, and it is a bummer. Both, you know, it's a bummer on the court, you know. But again, we'll we'll talk more about that later. I just, uh, you know, when 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 a college athlete puts out something like that, and, and it so, it just sounds kind of ominous, right? Like, you know, he obviously right. was very vague, um, but you are also like, okay, so usually when things are vague. That's also it sort of also adds its own little ominous vibe um to the situation. So yep, like you. Just hope he's healthy.
0: Yep, absolutely. Um so yeah, uh definitely wanted to mention that. Um good wishes to, to Deshaun and his family. And and then uh but yeah, let's let's you know switch We usually, you know, wrap up these things to talk about soccer and volleyball. Both big weekends for both. Let's start with soccer. Um, they, uh, the, you know, Sydney Studer came up with a goddamn game winner against her former team. It's gotta be the most satisfying thing to, <laughs> to happen. Right. Like, you would like, think so. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if she has ill will.
1: Yeah. I don't know if she has it. I know but it know, doesn't but matter. At the very least, you know, yeah. At the very least you're like, haha, ha, you know? Uh, no. And it was, cool. and it was a really good goal too. I mean, she, uh, um, you know, cross into the box, and she, you know, wasn't like she just sort of got a flick on or something. Didn't really know where it was going. Um, yeah, you know, she that was, was. She had her feet on the ground. Very and skillful. Really, yep, she aimed it toward the corner and looped it right over the keeper. Uh, incredible goal! You know, one of one of what could have been three or four goals, as has been sort yeah. of the
0: case with the team. Uh, but Fred you know, Fred Parker Fred Parker Ellerton oh had, had a uh, oh yeah. <laughs> you just saw her, the way she just like, the way she, she collapsed. Her like, down. Just like, yeah, how, she just put her head down. How like, did, how oh, did I miss that? She had half yeah. the net open. Yeah. She did one time it, so it was, like, yeah, it was kind she, of a weird know, angle. I felt like she made the right choice
1: to try and place it you know, to the corner um, rather than try to bang it. you know. So she, she did it. She beat the keeper. like it did, Literally, it just needed to be – I don't know, three inches, four inches to the right. Um, you know, and it just tucks right inside the post. So there was that one. Uh, there was one later with the Trezio, uh, where, you know, she tried to kind of poke it with the outside of her boot to the far, to the, to the far side, um, kind of Jordan Morris style. Uh, didn't really work out for her, you know? So, but you know I, I think the you know as we, as we kind of think about going forward you know I mean oregon state is is kind of a spunky team um you know it's a team that w c should have beat and they did and that's great uh, you know I think on the road on the road uh clean yep. sheet you know I mean those are all things that haven't been that's necessarily three straight yeah three straight clean sheets uh, those things haven't always been before a given. that right yep. So, well, they had, they did have a 0-0 draw against Portland, but.
0: That's right. Yeah, right.
1: It was, but they had been, definitely been leaking goals for most of the season. So, yeah. um, to, to come up with that clean sheet, to get the goals, to, to really, and, and look, Oregon State to their credit played really well early on. Um, they were, you know, it, the possession was, was really 50-50. The shots were about 50-50 in the first half. Um, so. Oregon state played really hard, but they just kind of, they, they really ran out of steam. Like they just, um, you know, to, to keep up with WSU and the depth that they have uh, is really challenging for a team. Oregon state was, was really trying to press and take the game to the Cougs. I, I think their plan really was to try and get a goal, try and nick a goal. And then, and then, you know, maybe sit back and absorb. Um, they never did nick that goal. They didn't, They didn't, honestly didn't really come all that close uh, to getting that goal and, so WSU finally flipped the, flipped the script, I don't know, maybe about the 55th, 60th minute. And then it was really just sort of constant pressure from, from there on out. And it uh, looked really good. So now they come back home. I think they got Colorado
0: right on Thursday. Colorado and Utah. Yeah,
1: Colorado and Utah this weekend. Two so very Utah's, beautiful
0: teams. Is Utah's that perfect time for everyone going over for homecoming. Uh, a noon start on Sunday. Ooh, um that's a good I, one. I, 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 I have not yet brought it up with Amanda uh, about <laughs> story, but um I'm going to I'm going to uh because you know she might want to go get the kids back from her parents or whatever but um I'm gonna be I'm gonna try to talk amanda and her and her and, you know my now brother-in-law my sister-in-law into 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 maybe Stay, they could leave. I don't care. But it, it, as long as I get Amanda to stay, because, you know, we're in the same car. I, I guess because she could leave with her brother if she wants. I don't care. I guess so. Yeah. I, I would really, really like to stay and watch that game. Um, cause yeah. it's kind of that been, been hoping for that. And that, that's the one, I think it might be the only one, uh, football where it worked out that way. Um, so yeah, I hope to see a, a lot of people in, in the crowd, you know, the leftover homecoming crowd. Yep. Um, Watch this team, which looks to be a very good team. I mean, they're seven one and one right now. Yep. And good shot at being nine one and one coming out of this uh this weekend. Um so uh very good team as usual. Um now looking at volleyball, terrible starts of the week, getting absolutely obliterated by Washington, just getting crushed by Mike Bush's (laughs) fucking daughter. Like, so c-
1: characterizing it as absolutely obliterated is not like that is not overselling it. <laughs> like it was it was
0: really not good. Yeah, that was there have been some epic matches between these two teams. Yeah. Or these two schools recently and that there was no nothing close. So you talk about um hit percentage which you can kind of equate to batting average uh they're kind of similar uh, what's good is similar in what's good in baseball is similar to what's good in, in volleyball. Uh you know, uh kill percentage, I'm sorry, or hit percentage, whatever they call it. it it's forty uh forty one percent for UW, less than fifty percent for Wazoo. It, that tells the story right there. They just weren't finishing their chances when they got them. UW looked very big, very athletic. WSU is missing. Key uh they're 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 kind of really light in the, in the, in the, you know, like the middle blocker, the defensive area right now, um, outside of, um, uh, Magda, they don't have much, uh, they've had some injuries and so they're struggling with that. And it was, and UW exploited that. Um, and part of that was also Mike Bush's daughter, which really hurts extra man. It hurts extra, but you have a cougar great, uh, in two different sports um his daughter goes to U-Dub and, yeah. and so but that how you let that happen. How do you let, that happen? Do you let yeah. that
1: happen? Can't let that Come happen. Come on, Mike. Come
0: on, man. But yeah, they 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 bounced back though on the weekend. Huge, huge win. Five set win over USC in Los Angeles. Um huge win. Uh you know, 'cause you, you get you kinda after the last they had lost three in a row. Probably the three the three best teams. That, well, outside of BYU, three of the better teams. They've really struggled against good teams. Um, we've seen in the past before Greeny got here. Well, and in Greeny's early seasons, uh, they would have these kind of really good non-conference schedules against beating up on lower teams. That they just that there was like this huge gap between the they were they were kind of in the middle. They were a lot better than the lower teams, a lot worse than the better teams. And they've, they've closed that gap uh, over time. But once you see these, you know, losing three sets to UW, losing three sets to BYU, um, losing four sets to Minnesota, you kind of, you kind of uh, maybe they are farther away. But you don't be able to get a, a, a win on the road against USC. And then this weekend, you have um, Cal and Stanford coming in. Also uh, on Sunday, at the, but, but on the road. Uh, at the same time as the soccer game. Um, so it's it's just uh, another big weekend, but another road game that's, it'll be there. There'll be a lot of uh, home games after this because they have, they had four consecutive road matches to start Pack 12 play. So if they could steal one against Cal, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to expect a one against Stanford, but if they could steal one against Stanford too. But if they steal one against Cal and they come out two and two, From this four-game run stretch to start the season, they got to be feeling at least decent about that. Probably don't feel good about how the way the Washington match went, but at least you're—it's only one loss. You come out, you're two and two, and you and you can kind of work from there. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Home matches.
1: I think that's accurate. This this stretch is—it's—I don't know that I've ever seen anything like it. Like they—they have not played a match at home in a long time. (laughs) And not only that, like a lot of these matches, you know, obviously we're in conference play now, but you know, they were playing tournaments and stuff. And so they're playing two, three matches on the road. Um, you know, so this is their fourth consecutive sort of weekend away from home, which is, is kind of nuts. I, I imagine that the, I imagine the non-conference portion was set before they got the conference schedule. That'd be my guess. Yes, because yeah. I can't imagine there was anything intentional about what this is. And so, you know, then you know, you, you schedule that up, you're playing at uh what was it, Fairfield, right? And then at Minnesota, and then you're like, Okay, well, you know, Pac twelve play, and then Pac twelve <laughs> slaps you with two road trips to start <laughs> to start the 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 conference season, like so I, I don't know how you how you really cope with that, but this is a really, really tough stretch. And I think you're right i think if they if they can split, I think they're tickled um and then they feel great about that if they can if they can pick up one down there,
0: yeah, and looking way way ahead, it's kind of cool that um the 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 return you dub match is the night before the apple cup in Pullman, so that's that's pretty sick. They should always schedule things like that. Um, I love that. Uh, maybe they do. Maybe I've, I feel like they've definitely done that before, but like, that is awesome. Uh, that should be for, that should make for an amazing atmosphere. So I like that. But yeah, the, there's a lot of home games left. Um, they do have another four game, four, four, I don't four games matches in a row, um, on the road in November. So I guess they just like to bunch them. It's cause they have, after this, they have, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, six. Uh, six of the next eight will be home matches after this weekend. So, yeah, you just gotta get a survive, and and then maybe you know, hopefully, it's it's you know, you you get some home cooking, you know, uh, in the future. But yeah, so volleyball, I, yeah, huge to to get that win at USC. Kind of keeps you uh, keeps you afloat a bit, you know, it, it, it keeps you out of the the danger zone as much. so uh, But they still, you know, if they want to get back to the tournament, they're going to need to stack wins at some point because they don't have a lot of, like, big wins in non-conference. So um, they're going to need to beat some teams that they shouldn't beat at some point. So hopefully they'll get that opportunity, especially with some of these home matches coming up. But, yeah, so uh, I guess, Jeff, you know, uh, with that, I'll, I'll say, you know, let's do our plugs. Uh, if you... Uh, I haven't even looked at the email today. Maybe I should do that real quick. Uh, I bet no one sent an email, but we'll, we'll, we'll look real quick. Nope, no emails. We're good. Um, so, But if you do want to send us an email with a question, we always answer it. We always, always answer it. it Maybe a month later, but we always answer it. Um, and so that's podcastvs, podcast everyone at gmail.com. Uh, you can send us whatever you want. People, sometimes people just send us comments and they're not really questions, but whatever. I generally respond to them unless it's, you know, spam or something. Um, and then if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at the Craig Powers. Jeff on Twitter is at pod versus everyone. Um, I, I put a lot of WSU content on my Instagram, uh, lately. So, uh, at Craig W, Craig W Powers if you want to see that. Uh, got a like from dj goldfinger the other day so you know i'm doing i'm living life well you know uh that's a shout out to all my uh mike's era mike's era comrades there um and then uh yeah uh that's i guess jeff that's that's it that's all and so we will say go kooks.
1: go kooks, craig black lives matter
0: black lives matter
1: get that booster
0: Another booster. Go do it.